Tucker Carlson just got a $100 million offer for his show. I wonder how you get a $100 million offer. Clearly, you're not just putting your resume up on monster.com. That's not like, you know, that's not just someone checking out your LinkedIn page. Anyway, what's up? This is Marque Saves the Republic. My name is Marque. Thanks so much for joining us. Last night, I opened up my folder, the All Enemies Foreign and Domestic Top Secret Dossier, and I ran through it. It took over an hour. Took over an hour, but we had a fantastic time. We had a had a live presentation. I recorded it and I put it up in my top secret, super secure, underground online layer. My head, my my uh, AI HQ. And if you would like to go get a copy, it's still up there. You, I, like I said, the video is still available. The um, the All Enemies Foreign and Domestic dossier is available for you to peruse. So many people enjoyed it. Dozens and dozens of Catriots uh, went in and, and, and got all the information. There's a couple of bonuses in there as well. And it, like I said, I'm not taking it down quite yet. All Enemies Foreign and Domestic. If you'd like it, go to enemiesreport.com. Enemiesreport.com. Watch the video. Read the report. Get the bonuses. Let me know what you think. All right. So Tucker Carlson, it's been over a week since he was just just about. It was like a week and a day, I guess. Uh, it was a week and a day after he got fired from Fox News. He got a big he got a big one hundred million dollar offer from a guy named Patrick Bet David. And a lot of people didn't know who Patrick Bet David was until he offered Tucker Carlson one hundred million dollars. And that's really the thing. That's really the thing that a lot of people, you know, don't realize it, it's great that Tucker Carlson's getting a $100 million offer, a $100 million offer. That definitely seems legit too, but it's even better for the guy making the offer, especially if they're not as well known as say Tucker Carlson. Patrick Bet David is an Iranian American guy. Uh, he's uh, so rich. I mean, the guy's got lots hundreds of millions of dollars and he does. And I think he drives some really nice cars too. But anyway, uh, but anyway, he's a podcaster. He's, he, you know, is very conservative. He owns a company called Valuetainment dot com and even my wife she clipped the offer and she sends it to me she goes um what's valuetainment.com and bingo that's the whole key key that's the trick when somebody makes you a 100 million dollar offer and it's a company that you've never heard of they're doing it because sure legitimately they want you to come work for them i mean look it would be great for valuetainment.com to offer tucker 100 million dollars and say uh hey come work for us and maybe they could write him a check right now, which probably Patrick Bet David could, but it may they know that if they had Tucker Carlson, they would easily make that much money and more. It's similar to what happened with um it's similar to what happened with Daily Wire. When Daily Wire, Daily Caller. Which one's the one which one's the one with Ben Shapiro? Daily Wire, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's similar to what happened with Daily Wire. Um and Ben Shapiro and uh and you know his boss who said, Hey, Come at Jeremy, uh, what's his name? It came to, went to Stephen Crowder and said, hey, we'll give you $50 million if you come work for Daily Wire. We know that if you come here, we're going to make that money back. It's not even, it's not even money that we're spending. We're not going to have to put out any kind of expense because we know with you and your audience coming over, you're going to make that money. Now, of course, there's this bitter, uh, there's this bitter divorce that's become public and we find out Stephen Crowder may or may not be the world's biggest douchebag. Anyway, that's, that's not, that's beyond the point. It happened with Joe Rogan when Joe Rogan, um, was mulling when Spotify was, you know, talking to him about his vaccine mandates and they were mulling, censoring him or taking down some of his podcast episodes. He was offered a hundred million dollars by rumble rumble, which was the up and coming, uh, you know, conservative alternative to YouTube because YouTube was, was kicking everybody to the curb and rumble got a lot of press from it. They got a lot of people going, what is this rumble? I hear where rumble has a hundred million dollars. I got to check out this rumble. And while they didn't get Joe Rogan, they eventually got Steven Crowder. They eventually got, um, you know, Russell Brand, they eventually got a bunch of other people. 
So it worked. It, they dangled the fish for Tucker Carlson, the big fish, and now a lot of little fish are popping up. In fact, if you go to the, uh, if you go to the Valuetainment tweet where they offered Tucker Carlson this particular job, um, pretty much everybody with a podcast started replying, hey, I didn't know you had that kind of money. I'm interested. Anyway, here's a letter of intent. It was signed yesterday from Patrick Bet David, the CEO of Valuetainment. Dear Tucker, I'll get right to the point. We want you to partner with us in that we feel or I'm sorry, in what we feel is a noble and necessary effort to define the future of media. Here's our offer. 100 million over five years. Pretty decent. An equity stake in valuetainment. That's a big deal. President of valuetainment and a board seat to project your strategic vision and voice. Now, I don't know who the current president of valuetainment is, but I wonder how they reacted when they saw this tweet. <laughs> It's like, it's like, uh, hey, wait a minute, president, that's my job. What, you're giving it to this dude? Anyway, your own podcast or podcasts and other daily, weekly shows, documentaries and movies covering topics you care about. What else? We are all ears. Our conviction about freedom, liberty, and truth run deep, and we believe we are the absolute right fit for you and America. While we may not be the biggest media company, we are a new media leader driving into the future to make truth fair debate and commentary, more accessible, consumable, and protected. We are 100% serious about our offer. Respectfully, Patrick Bet David, CEO. And uh, he's in Oakland Park, Florida, though. He's right down the road. I can actually go, should actually go, should actually go pay the guy a visit. Uh, but a lot of people excited by the offer. It's the first public offer I think that we know of. I know Newsmax also located here in Florida. Gee, I'm sensing a I'm sensing a trend. You got Newsmax in Florida. You got Valuetainment in Florida. You got all these people in Florida. I'm definitely sensing there's definitely something going on um, with the great free state of Florida. But anyway, so Tucker Carlson is getting this offer publicly. We, we're pretty sure he's going to get more offers from other people. He's not, probably not free to negotiate yet. But look at what happened to Valuetainment. Everybody now knows their name today. They're being reported everywhere. They're being reported on CNN. They're being reported on, on, on well, probably not Fox News. Let's be honest. <laughs> probably not. Fox News is reporting some other things about Tucker Carlson, which we'll get to in just a minute. Uh, but they're all over Twitter. They're all over Instagram. They're all over everywhere. Everybody, in fact, I got a push notification from one of our Catriot radio news stations today that, that this offer came down. And it's, it's, I got excited about it, not for Tucker Carlson, because again, he going to be fine, but I got really excited about it for Patrick Bet David and Valuetainment. Cause I thought to myself immediately, this is go, This is the best marketing. This is the best marketing campaign ever. You know, it, you, Tucker Carlson, everyone's talking about him. They wonder where he's going to land. They're going to, they're going to put out this letter. They're going to make this offer. And it's, and it's legit. It's fantastic. I should have thought of this. I did not, but here's the deal. I am going to, now that I've, now that I've thought of it, I'm going to steal it and I'm going to make Tucker Carlson my own offer. I just have to get, uh, I have to, you know, call the bank and see how much money we have. Probably not a hundred million dollars, but I think we could probably swing. I think we could probably swing something. Um, and anyway, look for that to come out here in just a minute. But Patrick Bet David, I want to, this guy's a fascinating guy and Valuetainment's a really interesting company. It is one of the most I would say I probably underrated, but also uh, important conservative brands out there. There's a couple of them. There's some, uh, you know, they do, a, they do a lot of podcasts. They do a lot of shows. They do a lot of media. And it's very similar to, it's very similar to, say, a Daily Wire. It's very similar to Daily Caller. It's very similar to these other companies that are trying to make, the, you know, the Blaze even uh, that, that, that Glenn Beck started. All these independent companies that are, producing content and distributing the content on the internet free of the constraints of corporate media. 
And we know the constraints of corporate media are not necessarily just, and let me take this up in my coffee. The constraints of corporate media are not just, we don't have the money. That's what it used to be. It used to be like, hey, we want to do this. Like, ah, we don't have the money. The constraints of corporate media are, hey, listen, um, we don't have the money. We don't want to offend our advertisers. That was a big one with Rush Limbaugh. But now the constraints of corporate media, thanks to the Democrats and their tyrannical weaponization of pretty much every branch of government, now the constraints of the media include we don't have enough money. We don't want to, uh, you know, we don't want to offend our advertisers. And now it's we don't want the government shutting us down. I mean, you've got Chuck Schumer and AOC openly vying or openly um, it, it campaigning for government intervention and censorship of Fox News. They're taking a victory lap still over this Tucker Carlson. They're thrilled that they were able to get Fox News to change their mind and get rid of and get rid of the people um, that they didn't like, namely Tucker Carlson, Dan Bongino. I'm sure there's more. I'm sure the list is is long, um, but they were able to cut the head off of the beast. Now, Fox News is starting an anti Tucker Carlson campaign. Fox News has their producers combing through their text messages. Fox News has producers combing through all of their old clips, all of their old behind the scene footage, all the, you know, all the all the B-roll or the the stuff that they didn't maybe Tucker didn't know was rolling. They were they didn't know Tucker, Tucker didn't know they were rolling at the time, so let's get him trashing our app, which I've never used the Fox Nation app, but I'm going to be honest with you. I've trashed I that's how things get better. This whole thing about Tucker Carlson, I don't know if you've seen the video or not. I'm not going to play it cuz it's like 2 minutes long. But they released video about Tucker Carlson and he was talking about the Fox Nation app. And he said, look, I'm not going to become a slave to this app. It's not working. People go there. We have great content. They can't find it. They need to fix it. They're not fixing it. And then they come back to me and say, make more content. And he's like, I'm trying to do a show. I'm trying to do documentaries. I'm trying to do this great stuff. They need to get together and fix this crap app. And to me, I mean, that's how things get better. If everyone just sits around and goes, man, this app is great. Man, this app is fantastic. Man, this app, this app doesn't need to be fixed at all. If that's what people are saying, you need to fire those people. You need people that are like, this sucks. This is not good. This could be better. I don't like this. I, uh, this is the hardest thing in the world to use. I'm the first person to complain when stuff doesn't work right, because I feel like if nobody complains, then it's just going to go. Then, I mean, the people that don't come, there's people, there's two kinds of people out there. People that complain about something and make it better. People that don't complain and just stop using it. And if the people that don't complain are just going to stop using stuff, it's up to the people that do use it and complain to make and make it better. I mean, the, the success relies on them. You can't focus on the people who don't say anything to you and ignore your stuff. It's the that's why when people call and criticize me, I don't like it, but I accept it. When people send me emails, I don't like it, but I accept it. And I read it and I take it to heart. And sometimes I, sometimes I pivot, sometimes I change, sometimes I just make fun of them. But the fact of the matter is you need that information. You need to know what's working and what's not. And now Fox News is trying to make, the, make it look like that's a bad thing. Well, that flopped. That was a big nothing burger. The Tucker Carlson yelled about our app didn't work very well. So now they're calling him a racist. That's their new tact. They're like, all right, look, uh, Tucker, if we can't have Tucker Carlson, we don't want anyone to have Tucker Carlson. We definitely don't want Valuetainment to have it. We definitely don't want Newsmax to have Tucker Carlson. So we're just going to besmirch his name and we're going to paint him out there as a racist. And we've got the text messages to back it up. Uh, this is from uh, DNYUZ. A text message sent by Tucker Carlson that set off a panic at the highest levels of Fox on the eve of its billion-dollar defamation trial showed its most popular host sharing his private, inflammatory views about violence and race. 
in the message sent to one of his producers in the hours after violent Trump supporters stormed the Capitol on January 6th, Mr. Carlson described how he had recently watched a video of a group of men, Trump supporters, he said, violently attacking an Antifa kid. It was three against one, at least, he wrote. And then he expressed a sense of dismay that the attackers, like him, were white. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable, obviously, he wrote. It's not how white men fight, he said. But he said he found himself for a moment wanting the group to kill the person he described as the Antifa kid. Now, we don't have the whole transcript, but uh, I'll tell you this. I don't know what Tucker Carlson said. I don't know what he meant. I'll just say this. I'm never texting my producers anymore. <laughs> Screw them. Can't trust anybody. I'm not texting anybody. I'm gonna, and if I do text them, it's going to be thumbs up, thumbs down, or emojis. That's all I'm going to do. If somebody, if they write me something like, hey, I'm going to thumb up, thumb down, emoji. That's all you're going to get. Th in fact, I'm going to narrow it down. It's going to be thumb up, thumb down, sunglasses emoji. Because fun fact, when I put on sunglasses, I look just like the sunglasses emoji. It's true. When I put on sunglasses and I smile, I look just like the sunglasses emoji because, you know, I'm, I'm a little paler, but, uh, but that's me. So that's going to be, it's going to be a thumbs up, thumbs down, sunglasses, emoji, question mark, which is right. Like if I don't know what the hell you're talking about and poop, that's going to be, that's it. Those are going to be my reactions. Thumbs up, thumbs down, some sunglasses, question mark, poop. That's all you get from me. Uh, and you're gonna have to figure out what I mean. But, and it's not because I'm a jerk. It's not because I don't have anything more to say. Cause I do. It's just self-preservation at this point. Because God forbid I become super popular and get fired for something I say. And then all these text messages I sent to, to Hannah and to Jay pop up. And now I'm now I can't get a job anywhere. I do think it's funny, though, that Valuetainment's still like, hey, we don't care about it. We're just 100 million bucks, buddy. Come on over here because uh, because we know the truth. Anyway, so bravo to Patrick Bet David. Bravo to Valuetainment. Bravo to Tucker Carlson. Do I think he's going to end up there? Nope. But uh, someone will. And I know this uh, with one tweet. Patrick Bet David and Valuetainment just became one of the most talked about conservative alternative media networks in the entire world. Which reminds me, I got to send them. I got to send them my resume. 855-940-MARK uh, is our number. 855-940-62. Wait, why am I giving out the phone number? I'm not on the air. I thought I was making a weird transition. Anywho, uh, there's some other stuff going on. They're coming for your guns. And Amy Coney Barrett is now getting involved. The Supreme Court's going to have to take up, it looks like, this gun assault bans weapon, assault weapons ban, pardon me, in Illinois. Uh, there is an assault weapons ban in Illinois. There's this, there's this um, armory or this gun shop that's losing business by the day. And they are just, man, they're bleeding customers. They're bleeding money. They will ask the Supreme Court to intervene. And now, you know, Amy Coney Barrett's given them till next week to do so. So we'll see what happens. This assault weapons ban could end up at the Supreme Court, which will make guns a hot bed issue, a hot button issue for 2024. And I imagine that's exactly what the Democrats want. They want everybody talking about gun violence. They want everyone talking about abortion. They want everyone talking about uh, transgender hatred or whatever, they, whatever thing they call it. They don't want people talking about the border. They don't want people talking about the economy. They don't want people talking about Joe Biden's age. And they don't want people talking about Hunter Biden being the worst person in the world. Oh, by the way, Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked at the press briefing why Joe Biden uh, does not identify his seventh grandkid. And she, again, refused to say anything about it. But this Hunter Biden story is big news, too, because Hunter Biden is embroiled in a paternity suit. And get this. This is how you know someone's like, look, this is how you know somebody is a real... <laughs> 
I don't know. I mean, I don't want to call him the douchebag of the week because I feel like that might be Steven Crowder. But this is how you know somebody's really like a terrible person. Hunter Biden. Okay. Maybe we should do a vote. Hunter Biden. <laughs> We're going to do a vote. This is great. Hunter Biden has an illegitimate child with this woman in Arkansas. And she wants child support from him. And he went down there to Arkansas to a court. And he said, I don't have the money. He's like, I don't have, the, he's like, I don't have money. I don't have money to give it to you. He, he doesn't want to pay her child support. He wants to pay her less. He said, I don't have, I don't have the money. I'm unemployed. Okay. I don't have any income. Uh, my monthly income has dried up. I don't do anything for a living, which is sad, but true. He doesn't. He had those paintings for a while, but I think, I think we guilted him into not doing that um, at all anymore. And so now he's down there and he is, he is trying his best to get the white, uh, get the judge to not make him pay any child support. And so in doing so, the court now can demand and the other lawyers can demand his records. They can uh, demand his finances. They can demand his tax returns. They can really dig into what's happening with the Joe Biden White House and the Joe Biden administration. They can get in there and they can be like, hey, we're going to dig it. We want to find out what's up. We want to know exactly what's going on. We want to know how much money this guy got from China. We want to know how much he got from these ugly paintings. We don't want to know how much he got from Ukraine and Burisma and everything else. And it could really unravel the entire Biden crime family if it's done right. So it's a bizarre tack to take. You would think that the, that the Bidens would just pay her, you know, and be quiet. Um, but I think they're, I think they're torn. I think that there's a little bit of ego in this too. I think Joe Biden being the president doesn't want to be blackmailed. And I think Joe Biden knows that, uh, his son, again, it's always the son, um, could finally be his downfall. The crack didn't do it. Um, the, the, the laptop hasn't done it yet. The naked penis pictures with the M and M's and the and the and the Russian hookers who we paid for with Daddy's credit card when he was vice president that didn't do it. But maybe this illegitimate child that Joe Biden refuses to acknowledge will. And I think the refusal to acknowledge is part of the whole legal plan. If Joe Biden doesn't, if Joe Biden percent pretends this kid doesn't exist, I think he thinks that the kid won't exist legally, and therefore his son won't have to pay for it. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird. Uh, it's a weird ideology. But then. You know, Joe Biden's a weird dude. Anyway, we'll have more of that, uh, more of that coming up later on today. Don't forget, All Enemies Foreign and Domestic is up now. If you missed it yesterday, you can still grab it. Go watch it. Go watch the video. Go download the dossier. Read through it. See what kind of notes and ideas and information I, I give you about the threats that we face every single day. Um, it's enemiesreport.com. Enemiesreport.com. I'll leave it up for a little while longer in case you weren't able to grab it yesterday. Uh, but then eventually it will it will be coming down. The Mark K Show starts at noon today. That's exciting. Don't forget about that. And uh, we hope you tune in on any Patriot Radio Network radio station or stream it live. And please, as always, follow this podcast, share it, like it, whatever you need to do. Send it to 10 people right now. 10 people you like, 10 people you hate, I don't care. Just send it to 10 people and say, you have to listen to this because it is, it is spot on. And, um, and, you know, and then tune back in tomorrow because we do it every single day. It's a constant battle. It's not just one day or two days. It's every single day that you and me and the rest of us have to work hard to save the republic.